Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 2-1 defeat away in the Champions League, the opening game of the six group stage games against Young Boys. Manchester United have lost to a team called Young Boys. Now I'd heard of Young Boys before, I'd never seen them play, I didn't know any of their players' names or anything. But I'd seen their team's name here and there for different games and stuff. Uh, Varon wasn't able to join me. He is currently on a work call still. Um, he, I tried to like wait for him and stuff, but it's not in his control. Uh, so hopefully he'll be able to join me for uh, for Sunday. Unfortunately, but um, uh, really, really disappointing. Really, really disappointing performance. Um, I can comfortably say that young boys were better than us today. They worked harder for the ball. They tried to win. We didn't. Um, some bizarre substitutions. Uh, great goal from Ronaldo. Let's not forget about that moment and the pass from Bruno Fernandes. Uh, red card for Wambasaka. I don't quite think that was a red card. I would say it was maybe a foul and a yellow card. Uh, yes, the studs are up, but it's not one. Of the, I don't think that was one of the tackles where the studs were intentionally sort of it's it's a it's a difficult one because it's sort of like these refs have got to remember at the end of the day this is a contact sport um and it's just like yeah yeah it's a it's one of them tough ones because it's a very just sort of quick incident like that i would say it's more of a just a sort of clash than anything but it's because of what happens with one basaka's studs um, as the reason as to why, I, I know why he got sent off, but it's just the case that he did get sent off, and why, and what sort of thing, so, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, the, um, really poor start to the, to the game, up until Ronaldo's goal, lots and lots of sideways, backwards passing, um, may, I would say mainly from Fred and Lindelof, but then Wambasaka was still doing it, Maguire was doing it, uh, sometimes Pogba was doing it. Um, there just wasn't as much. We we just didn't fight for this game as much as Young Boys did. I felt like Young Boys had more about them. Uh, again, like I said, better team. They just had a lot more fights in them. And I really um, applaud them for that and appreciate them for that. Because they would look at us and think, okay, we're some smaller sort of team. And all that sort of, you know, less known team. team. They're, they're the underdog in this situation, they look and think like, okay, Manchester United, you'd expect this to be an easy victory for Manchester United, and that's, you know, no no game of football is easy, none of them are, you can get shocks from all sorts of things, we've lost to uh, teams shockingly in the past, like Sheffield United, and a, a, a dozen others as well, um, but we just didn't, we didn't play well enough, there wasn't enough fight, there wasn't enough tempo, there was too much sideways, backwards passing, um, I noticed we kept sort of like winning the ball in the midfield, passing it back to the defence and then playing a long pass which often didn't work and I was confused about the the game plan just wasn't changed. It was quite clear even from maybe the first 5-10 minutes that that wasn't working. Um, I mean yeah, Bruno's pass is kind of a long ball but it wasn't the long ball, it wasn't the same type of long passes that we were trying. That's just a moment where Bruno... 
Like that, that goal wasn't anything to do with tactics. That goal was because Bruno saw an opportunity. Ronaldo, being the great player that he is, and Bruno being the great player that they are, that he is, uh, saw an opportunity, crossed the ball in, and Ronaldo tucked it away because he's a great player. That's all that happened with the goal. Um, but uh, with their goals, I guess I should talk about those as well. Uh, calamitous defending with the first goal. Um, obviously, that was after Wan-Bissaka's red card. Uh, and then the second goal, I don't know what Lingard's doing. You could either call that an accidental back pass, or you could say that's a miscontrol. Um, there was a similar goal that happened, I think it was towards the end of last season. I don't think it was this season. When Lindelof passed the ball to Fred in a particular game, Fred completely miscontrolled it. It sort of looked like he tried to pass it, and then the ball went through to the opposition's player, and then they scored. The same things happened here. Um... But it's just like one minute we had the ball, and then the ve- and then a second later, they it's like four minutes fifty something, or five minutes added one one, and their player is just suddenly clean through one goal, and you think, you know, that how how has that happened? Uh, I couldn't quite tell if it was a miscontrolled pass or just miscontrol. I mean, it's it's miscontrol in general, whether it's Jesse. Uh, or whether it's Lingard miscontrolling the ball or misplacing the pass, he's miscontrolled the ball anyway, um, which is very very poor. That's a very very poor thing for him to do. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's so like why why do these things happen in football? Like you you gotta just. I don't know, I'm a little bit lost for words as to just one minute we're sort of, we've got the ball, there's about 10 seconds left, and you're thinking, okay, we're going to get a draw. And then, just like that, they score. Miscontrol. That, but that that adds to the point I was talking about earlier. We weren't in control of the game, we weren't playing well enough, and then they were switched on for the whole 90 minutes, apart from maybe their goal. Uh, they were switched on for most of the game, they were switched on at the end, we weren't, and we paid the price for it. It's, it goes back to that saying in football, doesn't it? About like you got to play to the final whistle. We didn't. We really, really didn't. But even as far as things like the way that they ran around for the ball, the way that they pressed us, um, the way that they tackled and passed and looked for each other and played some better football, um, it was uh, it was quite something to witness. It really, really was. So. Um, but that's pretty much my, my thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think Oli really messed up today uh, as well. I don't know how you go to a back five when you're 1-0 up and you lose. Yeah, you got 10 men, but the idea was to use the 10 that we've got defensively. Um, let's take a quick look at the substitutions, actually. So the first one makes sense. You know, you're 1-0 up. Okay, you do bring a defender on for your uh, right winger so that you replace your right back. Um, that at least makes sense to me. We weren't parking the bus at that point because we were simply just replacing somebody in the team. So Sancho came off. Feel a bit sorry for Sancho after 35, no, sorry, 37 minutes. Uh, Delo comes on for Sancho. Um, made sense. I'm, I'm, I was fine with that one. And then I think it was like Bruno sort of went to the right. I think we played like a 4-2-2-1. I think it was sort of the back four with Delo at right back. And then I think it was Fred... Van der Beek, 
Pogba left, Bruno right, Ronaldo up front, something like that anyway. Um, your, your formation can become a bit of a mess once you've had somebody sent off. I do understand that, but that wasn't the point of uh, the mistake. Then it gets to half-time, and uh, Donny van der Beek, or van der Beek, I always say his no- name wrong, sorry. Uh, Donny van der Beek substituted off for Varane, so a back five. So what you'd essentially have then is uh, Fred was still on the pitch. So you'd basically have, I'm just looking at the actual team. Um, so Van der Beek, so Van der Beek comes off. You put in an extra centre back with Varane. You then would have Lindelof, Varane, Maguire at the back, and then Delow and um, Shaw as your as your uh, wing backs. And then you'd have what Fred sitting in front of the defence, and then some sort of combination of like Ronaldo, uh, Pogba, and Bruno. I suppose I don't know what that ended up looking like because players were just popping up all over the place. I'm not sure what exactly was going on, but the idea was to you know it was one one. Let's park the bus. Um. Oh no, sorry, it was one nil at that point. Let's park the bus. Um, and it should have worked, but it didn't. That's where your your game plan failed. We just didn't. We we defended very calamitously. Calamitously. We we had a lot of calamitous sort of defending today, and that really let us down. Uh, then they scored anyway, so regardless of us going back five with Fred sitting in front or whatever, um, then they scored. I think that that was the goal that went across, didn't it? Um, all, all of the defenders, I think, pretty much missed it. I know that usually I notice Lindelof making the mistake. I think it was all of them, really. Um you know, Shaw doesn't stop the cross, Varane doesn't clear it, I don't know where Lindelof actually was, to be fair, I don't know where Delo was, Maguire missed it, they're all just, n- none of them really just did enough, basically, so, I'd put that on the whole back five. Uh, re- re- reminds me of that crossed goal that, uh, was it Sevilla, they scored, the semi-final of the um, Europa League, from, is that from two seasons ago? Yeah, because we have Villarreal in the final Europa League. Uh, I think it was Sevilla. The, the season before that, when we had like Williams at left back. And then we had probably Bailey, because we didn't have Varane back then. It, it was a similar thing to that, where we've got a back five and the cross somehow makes it all the way over. Nobody clears it. So that was what happened. Then, at that point, okay, so you've still got the back five. I'm just trying to do a little bit of a recap and give my thoughts as as things were happening in the game. So, okay, back five, Fred's still on for some reason. Um, Then you take off. So you still got a chance to win the game. You could draw it, you could go for it, you could win it, you could be a bit braver, you know. Uh, I mean, just because you got five at the back doesn't mean you have to defend, defend, defend. You can still have, like, Delo coming forward, you can still have Shaw breaking forward, then you've still got Ronaldo, Pogba, Bruno. Well, at that point, you didn't have Ronaldo and Bruno because they were subbed off. For Lingard and Matic. Um, I have no idea why Ronaldo was subbed off for Lingard. I don't know how that improves the team in any way, shape or form. There were some comments tonight from certain people about like Ronaldo couldn't keep it up. His legs were gone. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Um, No, when you're looking to get that second goal... You keep your goal scorer on. Cristiano, we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. You keep Ronaldo on. And if you want somebody to give the ball to him. Van der Beek, Pogba, Bruno. You don't take one of them off. 
So we took off one of our attacking players, Bruno, for a CDM. And then we took off... I mean, what is Lingard supposed to be? Is a winger, basically. We took off our striker for a winger. Um, what? Why? Why? Like I said, I got the I got the first substitution. Okay, you want to replace your right back. Um, you bring off Sancho and you put on the low. Okay, fair enough. But why would you take off Ronaldo and Bruno when you need to win the game, or you or you're still at one one? You're trying to win the game. Or I assume you're trying to win the game. Maybe that wasn't the idea. Um, given the fact that you bring on a CDM. And you go to a back 7. Because then you'd have Fred and Matic next to each other. Uh, which isn't going to do anything for you creatively. And then you have the back 5 behind that. And then whatever else was in front of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, Van der Beek was already off the pitch at that point. Oh, my football app closed. Hang on. Um, I just, I, I can't get my head around that one. Really can't quite uh, get my head around that. Um, let's go back to summary. My app crashed. Let's go back to summary. There we go. And then they made a couple of substitutions. And then one of the weirdest substitutions I've seen this manager make, and that's saying something. Fred comes off in the 89th minute. Okay, a bit late to take him off. He's had a dreadful game, but a bit late to take him off. And Martial comes on. So you took off your best attacker, Ronaldo. Brought on one of your worst attackers, Lingard. And one of your be- yeah, And then you took off one of your best attackers, Bruno. Brought on one of your sort of best centre defensive midfielders. And then... um what 20 minutes later or so you bring off your CDM and you bring on an attacker so so it, it, in a way you sort of well, Ollie sort of thought that okay I'll take off Ronaldo and Bruno and then I'll bring on Martial eventually for Fred in the 89th minute when like there's going to be no impact from from that I guess it was a way to try and park the bus even more. Actually, no, it wasn't. It wouldn't have been a way to try and park the bus, park the bus even more. Because when you went to a back seven and you had Fred and um, Matic both on the pitch for that twenty minutes, that's you trying to at one one park the bus and get a draw, secure a draw. Even though you could have gone for a win if you kept Ronaldo and Bruno on, because then you still had Pogba on the pitch. Um, hmm, strange. But I, d- I don't know what he thought Martial was going to do in two minutes or whatever. Or f- five minutes, two minutes. Well, that's just too late for a substitute. Uh, I know five minutes were added on, but we didn't know that that was going to happen. Um, and then they scored anyway and won the game. Um, because one of the players that you brought on for your best attacker Lingard miscontrols the ball and then is their team is suddenly clean through one on one and then they score and win the game. So basically nothing that Ollie did in this game worked because you tried to sort of like part the bus, then part the bus a bit more, then sort of unpart the bus or put you, you try to put the engine the keys back in the engine and, and drive it off a little bit. Drive the bus a little bit. Cause then you bring on Martial with two minutes to go and then you just concede a goal anyway. Because a player completely unrelated to any of that, who you brought, I I can't I can't work out why he brought Lingard on. 
because um, there, there's there's some differences here, right? There's looking at substitutions and thinking, okay, I don't agree with what you've did, but I, but I get what you're doing. That I can see, okay, he wanted to park the bus and get a draw with the Matic on Bruno off. I don't agree with that, but I understand what he's going for. What I, I just can't understand taking off Ronaldo for Lingard. Plus, you've got Greenwood on the bench, and Greenwood's a much better player than Lingard. So if it was a case, I don't think it was, but if it, let's just entertain the, the idea that it was a case, that Ronaldo's legs had gone, which I don't think was even the case, why don't you bring on Greenwood, who's actually a goal scorer, unlike Lingard, who isn't? Lingard might string together a few decent passes, might get an assist, and might score a goal like he did against Newcastle. That might happen. But who's more likely to score a goal, Greenwood or Jesse Lingard? Greenwood was also on the bench. So if it was a case where, okay, you rest Ronaldo, or you're taking off Ronaldo for some reason, why aren't you bringing on Greenwood? Um, That's the that's the one that... I mean, I can't really understand the Martial one either, why you thought that, okay, bringing on one of your other... I'd, I'd refer to Martial as a winger, not really a striker. And then you just concede the goal anyway, so I, I can't get my head around some of that. Um... I get what he was trying to do with the Matic substitute. It didn't work anyway. But I just can't with the... Why are you bringing on Lingard for Ronaldo? Does he think that Lingard's going to score? Because if it's a case where you look at your bench, it's 1-1. And you think, okay, who can we bring on that can score? You can't look at anybody else other than Greenwood, surely. Um... That's just my that's just my opinion anyway. And then the player that you brought on for some reason for your best attacker miscontrols the ball. Sure, you could put it down to bad luck, put it down to whatever you want to. Um, I don't know what he was doing really. And then uh, they score a goal, and then not not only did they take the point off of us, they switch the whole thing around, and then they beat us. So that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Sometimes you just you just have to laugh at these situations because otherwise what 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 other what other emotion are you gonna have? So, um, I was gonna talk about player performances and stuff and who played be- bad and all that sort of things. So I was gonna mention Fred. I'm just gonna do that in the player ratings where I'm gonna talk about the players anyway. So, um, I think Ollie massively messed up. I can't understand his substitutions today apart from the first one. Um, and I just feel so sorry for Donny Van Der Beek. I really do. I think he was playing quite well actually up until that point. I was like, oh, good to see him actually involved in like starting a game and yeah. That that kind of leans into what people have been saying with the favoritism. Why would you keep Fred on that pitch who's been dreadful and then take off Donny who you've barely used anyway and hasn't had a chance to prove himself? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I don't know because I'm not Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But anyway, let's go into a bit of housekeeping tell you what else we've been up to on entertainment talk and then um we'll talk about player ratings see you for that in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, of course we had the podcast on Saturday, which was talking about May United's 4-1 win in the game against Newcastle. Of course, Ronaldo making his home debut, his return to Manchester United with two goals. Uh, three goals in two games for Ronaldo. Very, very good. Ronaldo is not the one who's making the, the mistakes here, clearly. So, um, and you know, there's nothing he can do once he gets subbed off, like in this game. But anyway, that was a 4-1 win against Newcastle. Um, on Friday, we had a bit of a later gaming talk podcast this week to accommodate for the PlayStation event, which we talked about itself. Um... At that event, there was things like Spider-Man 2 announced, God of War was shown off again, Forsaken was shown off, uh, Wolverine was announced, Spider-Man 2, etc, etc. Lots of cool games shown off, lots of really good stuff to uh, have a look at for that. We also talked about Dying Light 2, some more gameplay that was shown off a few weeks ago, uh, which looks very, very good. The game today was announced to be delayed until February, but we didn't know that at the time. So just keep that in mind. So there's that happening as well. And we also talked about Epic versus Apple. In regards to basically two rich companies fighting each other over money. That's the basic gist of that and everything. So uh, we talked about that as well. Um, If you like your football stuff, which I'm kind of assuming that you do. I I don't know, but maybe you do. Uh, Ted Lasso is still continuing over on Apple TV+. Plus. That's up to Season 2, Episode 8. Not many episodes left for the season. I think there's about four or so. So uh, keep looking out for that. Uh, Did a must-see review for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's the latest outing from the MCU. And from Marvel, uh, Walking Dead Season 11 Episode 3 is the newest one. We'll be covering Episode 4 tomorrow, so look out for that. Uh, Watching The Witcher podcast is back. This is for the Nightmare of the Wolf animated uh, prequel film all about Vesemir, so that was something as well. Uh, Crash Bandicoot had his 25th anniversary last week on Thursday. Um, Was it Thursday? Yes, it was on Thursday. Um, For his 25th anniversary, so I went through the character's history, my nostalgia and my love for the character, talking about the good and the bad games as well, and just talking about Crash Bandicoot in general. United cast, obviously, uh, if you do want to hear Aaron on one of the um, podcasts, we talked about the transfer wrap-up podcast, talking about who was sold, who was bought, who got loaned out, etc, etc. 
all that kind of stuff so there's that as well uh, CW Superheroes my Black Lightning Season 4 review is out my Season 1 review for Kevin Can F Himself is out uh, so I gave that a must see rating uh, that's available on AMC in the US and Amazon Prime in the UK it's been renewed for Season 2 and that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and you can also find us on your favourite podcast platform so check out all of that Ah, player ratings, player ratings. I've decided my man of the match, so I'll get to that in a bit. Um, David De Gea, I'm going to give him... I think I'll give him like a 7. Did make a couple of good saves, did let in two goals. One of which, well, neither of which were really his fault, but they were two goals that went into his net. Um, Had a pretty good game overall. There's a really good save he made towards the end of the game, tipping it over the bar. Might have hit the crossbar, but still it was a good save, so that's my rating for De Gea. Uh, Wan-Bissaka gets a zero because he didn't do anything in this game. He got sent off, which is also a knock against his score. And even before the red card, he was just, to me, just all over the place in this game. I don't think he's playing very well. I think Delo needs to be given a chance, which he was in the end, I suppose. Uh, so, yeah, I just don't think Wan-Bissaka did anything today. And he also only played half a game. So, or less than half a game, actually. Um, but, very, very poor today. Uh, Lindelof, I'm going to give him a 2, I think. Um, getting turned too much, too slow. Just all the normal problems that Lindelof brings to this team. I was a bit disappointed to not see Varane starting. I don't think there was a legitimate reason to not start Varane. Um, and I don't want anybody throwing the argument at me that, like, I'll give Lindelof a chance. He's 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 had his fair chance. He he really, really, really has. Uh, and Varane was, has just been clearly better in the last couple of games. So, well, the, the second and the third game of the season. So, um, yeah, very, very poor stuff again from, from Lindelof. So is that. Uh, Maguire, I'm going to give him... Uh, three or something again just really poor really poor on all the on all the goals and everything and they all kind of get a knock against them their their points because of that cross that came in none of them dealt with it so well one bissaka wasn't there but none of them really dealt with it so that was that luke sure i'm gonna give a five i think he was slightly better than the rest of them uh did get forward a lot which was good again it's that left hand side of the pitch thing rash was not there at the moment pogba was there maybe he's getting a bit more used to pogba i i don't know um, but he had a slightly better game, but still just not very good. Pogba, um, what should I give Pogba? I thought it was alright. I thought it was really kind of vacant in the second half, though. But again, that could have been because of the formation and whatever else. I think I'll give him a 7, just above average sort of performance. He was he was pretty, he was alright today. So, yeah. Uh, Fred gets a 0 as well. Um, just, why can't he stay on his feet? I noticed in the first two minutes he fell over. Is there something wrong with his boots? Is he... Uh, I don't know. What, what's what's wrong with Fred? Um, misplacing passes, passing backwards and sideways as if there's some sort of barrier in front of him. I don't know. But he just keeps falling over. Like, what's... Is he alright? Does he need new boots? Um, he just can't seem to stay on his feet. I don't know what's wrong with Fred, but uh, he gets a zero because he just he didn't do anything good, like anything. He made maybe one or two forward passes that didn't really lead to anything, but just, uh, I don't know. And, uh, I mean, Ollie's to blame as well. We kept him on the, the for the basically the whole game. 
until he thought Martial could come on and do something. But no, Fred was terrible today. <laughs> he really was terrible. Uh, Sancho, I'm going to give Sancho a uh, 7. Uh, I thought he was just above average. Same sort of game as Pogba, a bit vacant um, later on. I suppose he didn't they didn't get a chance to stay on for too long, did he, Sancho? Um, there looks to be a, a good spark there, I think, with Sancho. But um, is Wan-Bissaka a good partner for him on that right-hand side? I talk about like pairs all the time on, on this podcast. You've got lots of different ones all over the pitch. Um... Would he work better with the low? Would he work better with Wambasaka? We'll we'll have to find that out. He's only just got an ear, hasn't he? So you've got to give him a bit of time at least. If you if you if you're gonna to argue to me or somebody about Lindelof needs time, then Sancho certainly needs time. So yeah, I'll give him a seven. Uh Bruno I'll pretty much give him the same score. Um actually no, I'll give him an eight because that pass through was really good to Ronaldo. So yeah, very, very good stuff from uh pretty good stuff from Bruno. Uh Van der Beek uh, he only got half a game, didn't he? Um, I'd give him an 8. I thought he looked really good, actually. Um, I'd love to see him play more in that pivot role with somebody that isn't Fred. Maybe. How, how, many, ta- how many times have we tried uh, Matic and Donny? Is that a good combination? Um, I don't know if McTominay and Van der Beek would work. Or Van der Beek and Pogba. I don't know. But Van der Beek and somebody that isn't Fred... Um, yeah, not sure, I'm not sure, but, um, anyway, I thought it was pretty good, did pretty well with some, some of the link-up play, dropped a little bit too deep at certain points, but maybe he was just trying to get the ball off of Fred and Lindelof, who were just passing it to each other, basically, and Maguire or whatever, so, he was pretty good, uh, then a 9 for Ronaldo, another fantastic performance, another very, very good goal, uh, Ronaldo didn't do really anything wrong in this game, particularly, um, was it a penalty on him? I haven't mentioned that, have I? I don't know. There wasn't loads of contact, but I think there's enough contact to have brought him down. Um, but I thought Ronaldo had a had a pretty good game again. Um, it's just a shame that he got subbed off because you know it's Ronaldo. So anyway, let's go to the subs bench. Uh, Delo. I thought Delo was pretty good. I'm going to give him an eight. Uh, Lingard, I'm going to have to give him a zero because he made a calamitous mistake that lost us the game. And other than that, he didn't do anything else really. Uh, Martial wasn't on long enough to give him a score. Matic and Varane, I didn't really notice too much. Uh, Varane, I guess I'd give him a bit of a lower score. He was involved with the first goal equaliser. I don't know where Matic was for that goal. But uh, was Matic on the pitch? I can't remember. Anyway, um, that's pretty much my player ratings for them. Anyway, so uh, it's disappointing. It's very, very disappointing. Uh, a loss in the first game, Champions League. We've got five games left to uh, turn things around, and we'll just have to see what happens with it all. So uh, I'll join you all again on Sunday. Hopefully, Varon will be able to join me. Um, we just had a work call and stuff today. I think he's still on the work call now, actually. So we'd have either have had to wait a long, long time, or uh, I don't know. But uh, he just said, like you know. Sorry he couldn't make it. So hopefully he'll be able to join us on Sunday. Just to let you all know, he's not in the same time zone as me either. So I think he's uh, a few hours ahead of me or something. So um, anyway, anyway. Uh, so hope he can join us on Sunday. That's a course against... Uh, is that home or away to West Ham? That is away to West Ham. That is going to be a game. Um, that's at 2 o'clock. So the podcast hopefully will start around... 
four-ish, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, way to West Ham. That's at the London. I think it's called London Stadium, isn't it? Um, was that the game last year where Pogba scored that ridiculous goal? Like Henderson kicked the ball all the way up the pitch. Bruno passed it, and Pogba smashed it in from like what was it, twenty yards, twenty-five yards? I think that was the game away to West Ham, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we went on to win. 3-1, I think Greenwood scored and somebody else. Uh, we started off very poorly in that game. I'm noticing with Manchester United, if a team works harder than us, which isn't a hard thing to do, it's a lot easier to play against us when you work harder for the ball and when you pass quick quicker. Because if, basically, if we come up against a team that works harder than us and passes the ball quicker, which passing the ball quicker than us isn't hard to do either because we do pass it so slowly, um, Man United find that very, very difficult to deal with. Um, so, yeah. Unless there's moments of, like, Bruno spots Ronaldo and crosses it in or something. So, anyway, um... Excuse me, let me know what you thought of this game. What do you think of Lingard's mistake and the mistake for the first goal and Ronaldo's goal and the substitutions and everything else. I just can't get my head around the the Lingard-Ronaldo substitution. I really can't. Um, so, anyway. And how do you think, at this point, Van der Beek is feeling? All this time he's missed not being picked and then he plays half a game. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are anyway. Uh, Twitter e talk UK. As a contact page and information in your show notes. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, gaming Talk, uh, there will be no episode this week because we had a late one last week. So look out for that next week on Tuesday. Because we'll be recording that in about an hour if that was going to be the case. But uh, um, you got the episode from Friday about the PlayStation Showcase and that. So uh, entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcast. Take a look out for all that. Uh, if you like what you've heard, you want to support more of it, you can either just listen to more episodes, either on entertainmenttalk.org, or you can find them also on your favourite podcast platform. Uh, word of mouth and social media, let other people know about the content that we've got, um, and uh, just tell them what we do and where they can find it. Either word of mouth, social media, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff, just let people know. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options, uh, get involved with that if you'd like to as well. TV and film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio usually posts on Tuesday, so there should be a new episode for today. Have a look out for that. Uh, Bex is streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, she's been nominated for something, by the way, as well. I think it was Streamer of the Year or, or something like that. Uh, if you go over to her Twitter, which is Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, uh, she posted a link where you can go and vote for her in that category. She said which category she was voted in, and uh, you can go and vote for her to uh, win that particular award. I don't know when the voting closes. It probably says something on that website, but go over there and go and vote for her for the streaming award that she was given. Uh, very, very good stuff. And if you want to find her on Twitch, just for her normal streams, uh, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, over on Twitch. If you want to find me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK for all my different video game streams. Uh, so uh, go and look for all that. And if you miss any of those streams, you can find them archived later on YouTube. Just search for Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. Very, very disappointing. We go again on Sunday. West Ham, we got to do it. And uh, yeah, well, I'll see you for all that. Hopefully Varun will be able to join me. But we'll see you later for that. Cheers and goodbye.